Hello and welcome to the More Sports Podcast on the More Than Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Custis Moore. Today was a pretty good conversation. We had Blake Bartles on. Um, had a really good talk about the past NFL weekend, um, the upcoming wildcard weekend games, um, as well as head coaching changes. Um, and then we made our picks, our final picks for the awards for the end of the year. Um, so it was a really good talk. Um, I recommend listening. Keep listening to the podcast. Um, support it all you can. Um, coming out with a couple more episodes this week and next week. Um, and read all of Blake's articles. He's been writing some really good stuff, um, NFL-wise, um, for you know the the website. Check out morethansports.com. M O O R E thansports.com. It is more than sports. Enjoy the episode today. Hello and welcome to the More Sports Podcast, More Than Sports Podcast Network. Today with Blake, NFL contributor, writer, whatever you want to call him. Um, going to be talking about some awards. Um, so NFL awards, you know, rookie of the year, um, MVP, stuff like that, coach of the year, um, as well as the games from the past weekend. We're going to pick our upcoming games as well. And then probably going to talk about some coaching changes um, among the league, just trying to figure out, you know, who's going where, who's going to be fired, who has already been fired. Um, so it should be interesting. How you feeling, Blake? Doing good. Good. That I'm is get good. This going. All right. So, I mean, do you want to start off with um, week uh, this past weekend's games? Oh, uh, <laughs> we can start off with the one that ended the last game. Oh, yeah. You know, how it game. almost ended. I'm pretty yeah, sure everybody was hoping for a tie except for Pittsburgh fans. Yep. Wild, or, uh, week 18, which is weird to say in the NFL, um, now that there's 18 weeks, 17 games. Mm-hmm. Um, felt like a really long season. I don't know if I like it. I might like it next year. It might just be weird as a fantasy footballer and other stuff. Just kind of weird. Um, it, it kind of felt like there was a lot of meaningless games. <clears throat> it, it did, and they backloaded all those uh, the division games. Mm-hmm. And by the time that the Cowboys were playing their division games, it didn't matter. <laughs> like, like the Cowboys already had the division in the bag, basically, unless they completely messed it up. Yeah. Um, felt kind of useless at that point. Most of the divisions were already decided by the time that they played. So, yeah, I think that uh, there was only like four or five games that had actual playoff implications. And now they, yeah. they actually backloaded it into the afternoon. Right. So, like, the eight uh, morning games were basically just filler games. Uh, There was no – outside of the Colts game, I think, that was the only one that was actually, like, an interesting game to watch. Right. And that was pretty fun to watch. (laughs) can't believe – I mean, I I didn't have it. I know. I was kind of listening, keeping up on my phone. We were driving back from skiing. So, on Saturday was our last day skiing. So, we got um, home, watched the Cowboys play. Um, I think I watched the end of the Chiefs game, watched them almost blow that to Drew Locke. But to be fair, I mean, they weren't playing all their starters, stuff like that. Yeah. Tyreek played like eight snaps the whole game. So, I mean, it, was, it wasn't much. Then watched the Cowboys just absolutely obliterate the Eagles. <laughs> um, I turned that game off like, because it was almost – it was done. It was, it was like over a half time. It was, it was a joke. I mean, Gardner Minshew didn't even play bad. Just Cowboys were so good. Yeah. And we were, they were missing all their players too. I mean, there were like three or four defensive starters out. 
Well, Dak that was another game, like half. you said, was kind of – that was another game that you said kind of had no implications because both teams were already going to make it. So right. neither team really had to try. Right. And then, you know, like Bengals-Browns played the next day. And the kicker for the Bengals actually went to my high school. He was the kicker for the Chiefs three weeks ago. McPherson? He filled in, he filled in for Butker. Um, Butker got hurt or COVID or something. He filled in for him. During that super windy game they played a couple weeks ago, I'm blanking on mm-hmm. who they played. But uh, then he he got cut. They brought back Butker, and then he went to the Packers for a week. They cut him after like three days, and then the Bengals picked him up like two days before their game because their kicker was either injured or had COVID or something. Who is um, it? Elliot Fry is his name. Huh. Um, he filled in. He went one for one field goal. They lost. I mean, Cincinnati lost, but. They weren't yeah. playing to win that game. Um, they were just that was another the playoffs. pointless, forgettable game, too. It was. Like, I, didn't even, I mean, it was, I don't know anything about that game other than Cleveland won. It was Case Keenum versus uh, Brandon Allen. Yeah, those mm-hmm. were the two quarterbacks. Do you know where Brandon Allen went to college? I don't know anything about that game. Do you know where Brandon Allen went to college? Can you even take Texas a guess? Tech. No, he went to Arkansas. I don't even know who he is. He's, <laughs> I don't know who the heck he is. And then Case – Went to U of H, but and then the Lions Packers. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers was so happy to be pulled out of that game and then watch Jordan Love absolutely just not be able <laughs> just to win it. Blow it. He threw like but two picks. He did. Uh good game for the Lions. Glad they won. It made me kind of happy. The Lions um, are one of the most exciting teams to watch. <laughs> they, they are absolutely games, but... terrible, but yeah. they play like they're playing for a playoff spot every I, they're, game. They're, I would, I would, I would play for that coach. I would absolutely put my wife on the line for. Dan oh, absolutely! Campbell. That I think team has be, more fight than most yeah. playoff teams. I think he'll be a decent coach. You know, I don't know if he stays with the Lions for super long because I just think that franchise is a poverty franchise. Um, mm-hmm. But like Dan Campbell, um, I like Zach Taylor a lot um, with the Bengals. I love him for some reason. Um, but yeah, and then Vikings Bears a game that just does not matter. Um, yep. We can talk about Washington and the Giants. Um, we can talk about how the Giants did a quarterback sneak on third and oh eight from God. the six. I just holy yeah. crap! I mean, I haven't wanted... finished the article yet, but the that that makes an appearance on the best and worst. That is good. Um, so they fired. Where we're recording this now, um, they fired their GM or their GM retired. Gettleman yeah. retired. Um, they're keeping Judge, which I'm so sorry, Giants fans. Yeah, I mean, Giants absolutely... fans, you are you are sick right now so who's gone Nagy's Nagy's gone um uh right? Matt Nagy's, Nagy yeah uh okay, Vic Fangio's Flor- gone okay yeah I saw Mike that Zimmer coming. yeah Urban Meyer John Gruden yeah, and Brian Flores Flores was actually okay, the Flores surprise. one the Flores one made me angry because they were winning those games despite Tua <laughs> like Tua yeah. like he like he can facilitate a game but like he's not gonna win you the game Flores, they were like one and seven, and then one and seven of their last eight. <laughs> Two winning seasons. I mean, he, he's a good co- he's a good coach. He, I mean, I hope he gets picked up by a better franchise. So, like, I hope the like the Broncos get him um, or some other team. I really, there aren't a lot of good teams looking for coaches right now. Um, but even Jacksonville, I think, is run better than. I mean, I think the Dolphins are just a poorly run franchise, and I think. Uh, Flores is a really good coach. Um, he's just out. That was an odd firing and very quick. I think Especially. it was 
it's not Brian Flores' fault that the team no. is the way it is. Um, he did. He has made some bad decisions, and uh, like I think it was last year that he kept flip flopping between Tua and Fitzpatrick. Right. Pick one. He was too um, inconsistent. He he changed quarterbacks every game. He's yeah. Uh, he's also like signed players to big deals and then cut them the next year. So either he can't he can't follow right, but is that all him or is that like general manager other it's stuff as well? Mainly because... on the GM, but the head coach also has a say in who they sign. I thought that coach... was I thought that was a poor firing, especially after they just knocked off the Patriots who were going to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. they, they ended their season in a win, and it was a pretty decent win. I mean, they won. I mean, it was it was a good game. I was surprised. I mean, they were up by a lot at one point. Um, so yeah, and then Colts Jaguars, Colts freaking blew it. They blew their playoff chances over against the freaking Jaguars. And then Trevor Lawrence looked like the 2017 national championship game. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, he mean, had a career game, which isn't saying much, but right, that's obviously that's his best game by far. Two inter or two touchdowns, zero picks, and 223 yards. Right. That's pretty good compared to the other games he's had this year, which is like. Zero touchdowns, three picks, and 180 passing yards. Steelers won 16-13 last second field goal, whatever. Ravens blew their playoff chances. Somehow Lamar made the Pro Bowl. Um, he did? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. He played like 10 not... games this year. I didn't see I, that. I, I Fan voting is so bad. All those little kids. Anyways, Titans tried to blow their game to the Texans. Um, you know, I like almost, Davis Mills. I think Davis is one of the better I, quarterbacks to come out of this year's draft. Like, like it's you Mac look at Jones the, and then Davis Mills, like Davis Mills, to. and then like you have about 10 feet, and then it's Trey, the other Trey three, Lance, or uh, not Trey Lance, or, Zach Wilson. So, Zach Davis Wilson Mills, had a pretty good finish, yeah, right. Davis Mills stats this year two, uh, 2,600 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Um, but I mean, his last. His How many last, games did he play? What? But like eight games or something. Um, I'm looking real quick. Um, uh, he played. He played in 13 games. Um, why can't I find his game by game stuff? Ooh. Oh, there it is. Game log. Um, but some of those games, I mean, he didn't start. He started 11 games. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Completion percentage, 66.8. I mean, good quarterback. Uh, Through 16 touchdowns. Name one receiver on the Texans right now. Brian Cooks. The only other good player. That's because he caught, like, 10 of their touchdown passes. I know. That's the only reason I know who he is. And then Danny Amendola, I think, is on that team right now. I mean, that dude is big tech guy, but but washed. I mean, that was the only team that would give him a spot. Hmm. Like name another receiver. Like you can't. I mean, it's just yeah. He did all right. Um, I'm really I was really impressed with him. Um, so Tennessee ended up pulling that game out. Um, they ended up going 12 and five without Derrick Henry. I think they're better than everyone gave him credit for without him. And I think we'll talk about Vrabel here in a sec. Saints won. Um didn't matter because Bills won rough first half, but they ended up winning pretty soundly. I like Zach Wilson. I bought a Zach Wilson jersey. Big, big Zach really? Wilson fan. Um, but 
I think he'll be good. I I like their coach, um, Sela Sela Sela. I, I think uh, I like their Salah. coach a lot. They, they've been really frisky. Like they've just been a really, they've been a fun team to watch the last five weeks, which is funny saying that about the Jets. But yeah, you know, 49ers <laughs> Rams. Of course, the Rams blew it. Just the Rams were what forty five and forty five and zero at, at leading at half under Sean McVay. Now they're forty five yeah. and one. So, but like they cannot beat the 49ers. She, they just can't beat um, Shanahan. I don't, I don't know what's going on with uh, hey, Stafford. What to, yeah, what happened to Stafford? He's I mean, I eight, guess he has takes, like eight picks in the last two games or eight turnovers in the last two games. Three I guess games. it takes more than one year to get rid of 10 years of Detroit on you. He's also, you know, if they lose in the first round, I hope he becomes a Pro Bowl fill-in because I think he still deserves that Pro Bowl vote. He didn't get it. I'm like, you kidding me? Give him one. Jesus. Uh, they play uh, the Cardinals in the first round. Yeah, which is interesting. Lose. And then we talked about the Dolphins winning. Um, the Seahawks beat the Cardinals. Didn't really see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bucks handled the Panthers. And then the Raiders-Chargers <laughs> game, which is the one game I kind of want to talk about. So they tie. Steelers don't go into the playoffs. One of them wins. Steelers go into the playoffs. Winner goes home. Mm-hmm. So watching that overtime, I mean, I'm watching it, my roommates sit on the couch. I'm like, oh my god, they're just running the clock out. And then whoever that, what's the coach of the Chargers' name? He's he's a young guy. Brandon Staley. Yeah, calls a timeout, which he defends. Which I was like, okay, I guess you want your defense ready. But now, if I'm the coach of, or now if I'm Rick, whatever his name is, the new the new coach of the. Sachi. Um, thank you. Um. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna win that game. I'm gonna try to win that game. But like it looked like they were just playing. Like if they didn't score, it was fine. They're both going to the playoffs, right? Well, I um, think so that was interesting. Steelers fans were sweating. I think what Brandon Staley wanted to do was get his run defense out there, which according to other people or certain people, their run defense is already out there. And whenever they came back into play after the timeout. They were yeah. in a pass defense. Like they took out one of their linebackers and filled it right. in with a safety. Right. And Josh Jacobs got 10 yards on a third and four. But what I yeah. what I heard was that the Raiders were gonna run the clock out and play for the tie. But they were like, okay, let's just see if we can get this third and four. If not, then we'll just run the clock out. Right. They got the third and four. They got way more than four yards. And they they're like, oh, hey, we can win. Yeah. And if we miss, it's fine. But like, I, <clears throat> so here's my thought process if I'm a coach. Do you even take a chance kicking that field goal? What if it's blocked? What if it's returned for a touchdown? What if it's like, what, like, what if, what if the snap is 10 feet over the guy's head? I mean, was that a good decision um, to kick it? And in the end, yes, it was. But, and Daniel Carlson has not missed in that stadium. He's a great kicker. Um, all I can think about is like, what if that would have happened? That would have been like, nah, screw it. Let's take a knee. <laughs> it's over. Like we're going to the playoffs. It does not matter at this point. Hmm. Uh, as a chart, no, I'm not, I'm a, a Raiders fan, but if the Raiders tied that game, they would play the chiefs in the first round. Since they right. won, they play the Bengals. Who would you rather play in the first round of the postseason? The Bengals, but, yeah. but, 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 
The Bengals have been so on fire. I don't know if I want to play. I kind of want to play either of those teams. Like Joe Burrow threw for almost a thousand yards between two games. Like, are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Like, but can he keep it up? That's the whole point with Joe Burrow and the. I think Joe, dude, can Joe Burrow keep Bengals. it up? Absolutely, Joe Burrow. You think? Yes, absolutely. I have faith in Burrow. Um, the only like the only quarterbacks that are going to scare me in the playoffs this year are Mahomes. Like Brady isn't scaring me. Um, the Bucks aren't scaring me. I think if Burrow's healthy and they gave him the week <laughs> off, Jamar Chase is incredible. Just absolutely a phenomenal athlete. So I mean, he had fifteen hundred receiving yards his rookie year. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> like I get it was a seventeen game season, but one of those games he had like eight yards. So I mean, whatever. But <laughs> it's just kind of I don't want to play any. I don't want to play either of those quarterbacks. And I would Derek rather Carr play the playoffs, but oh yeah, that's right. He's actually never played in the postseason, has he? No, he got injured the year that they broke went. his leg in twenty sixteen. Like they were like thirteen and three or whatever that year, and. Yeah, so, um, but just just weird, weird year, weird playoff year. Aren't a lot of quarterbacks, so there's a lot of young quarter. Like, I wish I would see Herbert in the playoffs. How he looked in that fourth quarter was the, the, was the, was the best I've ever seen a dude who is that young look. Um, so Yeah, what did he complete, like, five fourth and longs on the same drive? Yeah, it was. Uh, Something like that. It was insane. Yeah, fourth and 21 to yeah, it was insane. It was insane what we saw. So, and then you know, the tie happens. Big Ben doesn't go to the playoffs as last year. Would have been really interesting. I want to see Herbert in the playoffs. I think he's a great quarterback. He's one of my like Mahomes, Burrow, and um Herbert are probably my three favorite quarterbacks in the league right now. Besides like Dak, who's obviously the quarterback of the Cowboys. But mm-hmm. I mean, those guys are fun. <laughs> they seem like good dudes. Um, so yeah. He's got to clean it up though, because he makes a, he still makes a lot of mistakes. I mean, so and does Mahomes, they, and like well, Mahomes has to, a team around him that can. Well, you're, uh, you're telling me Herbert doesn't have receivers. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are pretty freaking good receivers. Mike Williams is a there. good receiver, but he's not a top ten. He's not a go. No, he's receiver. not. He's not Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, but. And Keenan Allen's starting to decline a little bit. He's yeah. always an underrated receiver, but he was never he was never like a top three. He was never Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Julio. He was he's never been that guy. He's been a reliable number one option, but he's never right. made that step. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's not right. like Julio or Devontae. He's a good, he's a solid wide receiver. Right. You need more than just one solid wide receiver. Right. Any final thoughts on that game or any of the games from this past weekend? Uh, no. Go Bears. I, Go I was Bears. hoping for that tie. Yeah, I was oh, too. That would have been one of the best like storylines ever. A simple ever. gust of wind would have given us the most glorious ending to a season ever. Gust of AC because it's an inside stadium, but you know. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break real quick and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Um, we're going to be going through wild card weekend picks, so we're going to make our picks for the games. Um, most of them seem pretty obvious, but a couple scare me here and there. So, yeah, 
We'll start out with our Saturday games. We've got two Raiders at Bengals and Patriots at Bills. What do you got for the Raider at Bengals game? That, that one's an interesting matchup now. It's got a cool storyline, I think. It's probably one of the, the lesser matchups of the week, just simply because it's got the Raiders in it, and I don't think the Raiders are that good. They barely squeak right. into the playoffs. Yes. And Cincinnati. Cincinnati's always given me headaches. Because, like you said, Joe Burrow can throw for a thousand yards in two weeks, or he can throw for four four interceptions and lose them the game and look like complete garbage. Right. But I I I know that the ceiling for Cincinnati is higher than the ceiling for Las Vegas, so I got to go okay. Cincy. Okay. <clears throat> what about you? Cincy's favored on ESPN, which I think they use Caesar Caesar Sportbook. Um, they're favored by five and a half points. Um, Raiders, the first team to ever make the first team to make the playoffs with an interim coach since 1961 <laughs> huh. uh, with the coach who got fired. Um, so really interesting storyline there. They're 10 and seven um, fiery team. I don't want to play Derek Carr in the playoffs. I don't know what he's going to look like. He's never been in the playoffs. Um, however, smart man here. Burrow also hasn't played in the playoffs. Car's interesting. Car's a wild card. I mean, it's, it's just – it's going to be a weird game. I think it'll be a fun game, honestly. I think it'll be more interesting than everyone's talking about. So, I'm going to pick the Bengals to be a smart man here. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you said you don't want to face Derek Carr in the playoffs. That's one of the few quarterbacks I want to play in the playoffs because you know what he can do. And yeah, what I, he can do is throw a lot of interceptions and make bad decisions, even true, though but he's what he can, but 10 years what he's in the league. In, what he's incredible at is throwing the deep ball and getting PIs thrown every time. He's Dude, incredible that's... at that. He's better than any other quarterback in the league by a long shot at it. It's incredible what he does. Dak's pretty good at it too. But they gotta um, get rid of that. The underthrown ball turns into a pass interference. Oh, I love it. I love it. I, I hate love that. it. I'm that, I hate it. As a as a former defensive back, that is the worst thing you can incorporate into the NFL. You make the, the hardest job in the NFL that much harder. Second hardest job. I think quarterback's the hardest job. No. Mentally, maybe the mentally, maybe the quarterback is the hardest position, but physically, the hardest position is quarterback. Corner is the second hardest position to play in football behind quarterback. I'm telling I, I agree with you. Corner is definitely the hardest position on the defense. Um especially in today's day and age when you can't do anything back in the day, I think it was a lot easier when you could be physical, uh, make contact, stuff like that. Um, but I mean, you're covering the best athletes on the field, which is typically the receiver mm-hmm. um, and then running backs in some cases. And you have so many penalties against you. Um, it is one of the hardest positions to play. Um, but yeah, that's just interesting. What do you think the easiest position is to play in the NFL? What's the most replaceable position? Uh, <laughs> Pick one offense and pick one defensive position. Probably defensive, like the interior, the nose tackle okay. is probably the easy yeah. position because you're just a big dude. All you have to do is just not get moved back and you're fine. Like you're doing your job as long as you don't get pushed back. I would I would agree defensive tackle, nose guard type position, probably yeah. the easiest on defense. What about offense? Because I've got one. The easiest to play? I mean – Easiest to Easiest to replace. Wide receiver. There's so right. many good wide receivers Absolutely. in the league. Absolutely. I think those plus, are both the correct choices. As long as you're fast and you can catch, 
you're a good wide receiver. Right. Even then, you don't have to catch all the time because the yeah, Chiefs have just, some pretty athletic wide receivers that drop a lot of balls. Or run into the DB and get a defensive pass interference. Anyway, okay, we're, we're off topic. What's the next Yeah, game? we are off topic. Anyways, uh, Patriots at Bills is a 7-15 game on Saturday. History tells us Belichick's going to win this game. Josh Allen is going to blow it. You know, I don't think the Patriots are that good. I think that they're the good, bad team. But I, I, I Bill Belichick playoffs, man, it is hard to go against Bill. Man, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Patriots, knowing that that's probably the wrong decision. I just can't count out Bill Belichick. So that this is one of the the probably the best matchups of the week. It's a division game against a young rookie going up or not a young rookie, a young quarterback going up against the the evil empire is what they've always been portrayed as in the Patriots. Right. But you look back at this past season, they split the they split the games. Buffalo won and New England won. But New England only won because of that that weird weather that they had. It was right. like 70 degree or not 70 70 mile an hour winds or something something crazy like that which basically ridiculous completely nullified the strength of that Bills offense. And they still barely won. So I think that the Bills have the upper hand. Whenever you're whenever you're in doubt, look at the quarterback. Who's got the better quarterback? Right. I think I think uh I think Josh Allen finally okay. finally gets that uh, number one playoff win. Has he won yet? Has he won a playoff game yet? I have no idea. And I, Josh has scared me all season. I draft him as a fantasy quarterback and will never do so again. So, um, yeah. Well, he wins this week against, against Bill Belichick. That's not all good. right. Interesting call. Interesting one. Uh, next game, we're to the Sunday games now. The 12 o'clock game is Eagles at Buccaneers, which is just a weird, weird, weird matchup. Um, in the NFC. It's our first NFC game. Um, both the ones on Saturday are AFC. So it's our first NFC game. Um, Eagles 9-8 and eight, squeaking, squeaked into the playoffs. Looked like an awful team um, this past weekend against the Cowboys with Gardner Minshew in, who I think is better than Jalen Hurts. Um, so I, smart man, Buccaneers win. I I don't know. But Bucks win, I guess. I have yeah. no that's what I'm saying, dude. I think I think Philly's gonna stay in it a little bit, yeah. Until Tom Brady just takes over the game in the third quarter. Although I could definitely see Hurts, like if they just don't play him like you should, which is force him to throw the ball. If you force Hurts to throw the ball, the other team's gonna win the game. If you allow him to run it, you're done. You're <laughs> toast. It's it. Um, he's like a Walmart Lamar. It's kind of what I'm. It's kind of what I think as less accurate, yeah. less arm, not as fast. Probably just as smart, though. I mean, he was a really good quarterback in college, but um, at two. So how are you, how you win if you're Philly? Is you, you, you so what you, you got? No, you, I've done. You roll out. You roll out. Hurts. Make him throw on the run. Um, that is how you win the game. And then just play Tom Brady. Just play the receivers. Like the receivers, they're okay. They're down. Um, they're down. Godwin, right? Godwin's out. Fournette's out. Um, Gronk, is Gronk playing? Like he, Gronk is Gronk playing. Is a, I think their best receiver is Mike Evans right now. Yeah, and I think he's cleared to play. 
Evans is he a battling injuries all year yeah. though, so he could very easily leave the game. Evans has eight straight years of a thousand yard seasons. The only player mm-hmm. to like ever do that. So yeah, um, and he did that with really crappy quarterbacks until last year, two years ago, last year. Well, Jameis Winston was always yeah, like he threw the ball a lot, so. <laughs> He just wasn't careful with it. No, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. The most electric. That's incredible. One of my favorite. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, we're both picking bucks, right? Yeah. The only the only way Philly can win is if you have to put pressure on Tom Brady, especially now that that, that offense is – has has great about less... the Antonio Brown piece, too. I. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Bucks just because I think they're gonna get out of the first round. But whoever they play in the second round, I don't think they're gonna win. Yeah, so that's easy, Bucks. Yep. Although so, they're, Philly's got like a five percent chance of winning. I think I'm not yeah. gonna say they don't have any chance. They got a small so the, chance. The midday games, or sorry, the uh, the three thirty, four thirty, four thirty for you, I guess. But three thirty game, um, 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys. It's feel like it's the '80s and '90s all over again. Um, Man, I, I want my Cowboys to win. Um, I think they will. I think they'll handle it. Um, McCarthy's horrible time management. We just need the Cowboys that show up against the Eagles and all the divisional teams to show up against um, the 49ers this time. And, I mean, we need Zeke low in his head. We need Pollard back. We need Trayvon to have one of his three interception games and not give up 1,000 yards. Um, Parsons to have a good game. Uh, I think the Cowboys can easily win this one. I think I think it'll be pretty close, though. Dallas is only favored by a field goal, and that's probably just because they're the home team. But Cowboys play better on the road typically because they're a home team everywhere else. This one is going to be a tough game yeah. because I can see both teams winning. San Francisco is, yeah, probably the underdog, but don't count out that offense. That, that offense is just as good as Dallas. And it's weird because they they don't have as many weapons as Dallas does, but still, like, they're one of the best offenses in the league. Right. <clears throat> it's weird. Weird team. Jimmy G's hurt. I don't know. I don't know what to think. So I'm going to go with Dallas just because I think, like I said, when in doubt, who's the better quarterback? Dak Prescott. It's Dak Prescott. Who had kind of a shaky couple games, but, I mean – cemented his season against the Eagles. So the last game, which for some reason I, I thought 49ers Cowboys would get the night game. Steelers at Chiefs are getting it. Um which I, well it actually makes me happy because the 49ers Cowboys are having Nance and Romo announcing. So um should be fun. Yeah. Um and then Steelers at Chiefs nine seven and one Steelers made it in the playoffs with Ben Roethlisberger who should be throwing left handed his right his right arm is so gone. Um KC's favored by 12 and a half. The Chiefs are winning this game. Mahomes scares me in the playoffs. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win too. Okay. Just like, a, like, kind of like Philly, they have like a small percent chance of upsetting the Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs win. All right. And then the Monday night game, the last game. Cardinals at Rams, the 11 and 6 Cardinals against the 12 and 5 Rams. Um, so you like to say better quarterback wins. 
better quarterback this year was probably Kyler. However, in like the last month of the season or whatever, the last two years, Cliff Kingsbury has gone four and 10. And one of those wins was that stupid Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins last year where he caught it over three people. Oh, against Buffalo. Yeah. And he did the same thing at Texas Tech when he was the head coach. I mean, in 2013, the team started out his first year. Team started out 7-0, and they ended up going 7-5. and um, And then he did the same thing every year. He'd start out hot, and then halfway through the season, they'd end up sucking. So, yeah. <laughs> and then the Rams, I think McVay's the better coach. Um, Stafford needs to get his head right. Just throw the ball to Cooper Cup. <laughs> That's all he really needs to do. Um, I think Rams win this game. The spread's four points. You know, I think the Rams are winning this game by more than four. So, I'm actually going to go with the Cardinals. I probably shouldn't. Interesting. I just, I just can't get over how poor Matt Stafford has played these last few games. That's my only. It's my only thing about it. So I just feel like that's going to be an upset. They haven't. Have the Rams beaten the Cardinals this year? I don't I feel think like so. Let's feel look. like they haven't. Yeah, no, they have. Yeah. Yeah. They beat them. They lost once and won once. So uh, I just feel I just feel that uh, the Rams are gonna be upset by right. It's gonna it's gonna ruin the the Super Bowl aspirations they had because all offseason, oh we got our quarterback, we got the quarterback now. We're we're the best team in the league. Because we finally have a quarterback, I feel like it's going to end prematurely. Interesting. A one and done for Sean McVay and Matt Stafford. Interesting. Well, all right. Those are all the games. I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with the Rams. I think they're going to win. So, mm. um, but yeah, should be interesting. Man. So, those are our games um, of the week. Um, moving into awards. Our personal awards. You got any yeah. other final thoughts on games? Nope. Okay, cool. So awards, I guess, do you want to start out, you know, start with MVP or you want to start with like coach of the year and then go up or comeback player of the year and go up? You're the host. All right. You're right. We'll start out <laughs> with coach of the year. Um, who is your pick for coach of the year? Bill Belichick. Okay. That team was not supposed to make the postseason, especially not this year. And just how – He has coached Mac Jones, even though he's had a bit of a slump recently, he was still seen as the best quarterback, rookie quarterback uh, of his class until Davis Mills kind of started playing. But even then, (laughs) over the past year, this whole season, Mac Jones has been the best quarterback in that draft. Okay. Decent pick. I could see it happening. However, I think Mike Vrabel is winning this um, simply because everyone counted them out. Like they, the freezing cold takes was posting stuff about every, every host, like, oh, my God, the Titans are done. Now they're the one seed um, without Derrick Henry. Um, so what he's done without him with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, they have good receivers. They're backup running back in great. So I think Vrabel wins just specifically because he took that team to what are they, 12 and five. Um, so. Really yeah, impressive year so. for them. And I can definitely see LaFleur winning too with all the offseason stuff that happened with Green Bay. 
um, with, you know, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers being an idiot. So I could definitely see that as well. Um, he's the only coach to ever start out with three straight seasons with 13 wins. However, that's probably there should be Rodgers. a giant asterisk next to that. It should be. Uh, we'll see what happens whenever Rodgers leaves. Um, so, but yeah, comeback player of the year. Um, I'm going to be a homer on this one and say Dak um, just because he got injured last year. Really bad injury. Um, it was good to see him back. He had a really good year. Um, just statistically looked really good. Um, so I'm picking Dak Prescott for my comeback player of the year. I'm going to say Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the other one I could see happening. But he played 10 or, games last year. so I. Yeah, if he was a rookie last year, comes back and wins the division when everyone probably thought they'd end up picking top 10. Right, had, right. Like you said, he had – over a thousand or not over, but he nearly had a thousand yards in two games. And what is he third in NFL history for most passing yards in a, in a, in a game of five twenty-five? Yep. I'll be honest. I thought they, they messed up drafting uh, Jamar Chase and this will come up later. <laughs> yeah, I thought they messed up. I thought they should have drafted somebody to protect him. But, hey, man, yeah. I guess I'll admit it. I was wrong. Jamar Chase was probably I'm the best st- I'm sticking with Dak, a little bit of a homer pick. But, I mean, Dak, really scary injury last year. Um, <clears throat> didn't think he'd be able to run. Didn't think he'd be mobile at all. I thought he'd be scared in the pocket. But that dude sits in the pocket sometimes too long. Um, like, he just takes the hit. And you're like, why? Why didn't you just throw it away? Just throw it away, Dak. But um, he's, he was so patient this year in the pocket. Um I think he's still battling an injury or something. There's no way his throws he's had like statistically he's been good, but I mean, his four or five incomplete passes. I mean, they were incomplete by like a mile and they were awful throws. So, um, but I do think he wins comeback player of the year. So I could definitely see um, Burrow winning it as well. So trying to look up their stats real quick. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow has 46 or 4,611 yards. 34 touchdowns and 14 picks. Dak Prescott has 4,449 yards, 37 touchdowns and 10 picks. Yeah. So they're pretty, I mean, statistically pretty close. Yeah. So So either or, I think both of them could win it. But that's my pick. I'm, I'm taking Joe Burrow. All right. Defensive Rookie of the Year. We'll do the rookies. This seem, These are probably pretty obvious at this point. Defensive Rookie of the Year is going to be Mike Parsons. Um, yeah. I, think he's, I mean, he's plus – or he's minus like 55,000 to win it right now. It's <laughs> just something ridiculous um, yeah. to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Statistically, had a phenomenal season. I didn't like the pick as a Cowboys fan. I was like, man, he didn't play his last year in college. And then he came out. We're like, all right, we're putting him at defensive end. I'm like, all right, it's over. And then he had like 14 sacks or 12 sacks, whatever. Uh, <laughs> And then still played linebacker as well. So had a really good year. Um, Parsons is the defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I agree. There was so many uh, rumors coming out before the draft because he had bad. He had bad. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He was a bully. Was all the reports that are coming out like he was right. not a good team player? Right. Uh, would that be able to translate well to the NFL? 
or would he be one of those character issue guys, especially in Dallas? You know, Dallas doesn't really care what you do off the field as long as you can win on the field. Pretty much for so, the most part. Yeah. So I thought, I thought it was a perfect fit for Dallas personality wise, because they were one of the few teams that would overlook that. And they got, they got a steal, honestly. Like, I think he's, yep. he's one of the best young edge rushers in the league. And he's not even an edge rusher. He's a linebacker coming out of college. And yeah, they no, he made hasn't played. He hasn't played transition edge to edge. He hasn't played the edge since um, since high school. So that was his high school position. Um, offensive rookie of the year. I thought if the season ended week sixteen, it was going to be Mac Jones. Week fifteen or sixteen. After that, the narrative kind of changed. After Jamar had some ridiculous games, Jamar Chase is probably going to win rookie of the year. I mean, he had more receiving yards than Randy Moss did his rookie year. Um, is finishing second in touchdowns, just ridiculous, um, just absolutely insane. Um, so, Jamar is my offensive rookie of the year. I agree. I was going to say that just because I said earlier that Mac Jones is the best quarterback of this draft doesn't mean he was a great quarterback in this draft. Right, right. Is, he's very safe with the ball, but he's not – and he makes explosive plays every once in a while but he's not going to do it every game. Right. He's a game manager right now. And that's what Bill Belichick needs is just to well, That's what Tom Brady was his first like four or five years in the league, right? Yeah. I mean. But Mar Chase has been going off for almost the entire season, yeah. especially the last few weeks of the season. I think his last few weeks cemented that. I mean, I think he wins it. Yeah. Um, like I said. Yeah. All right, so who do you have for defensive player of the year? Defensive MVP? I got TJ Watt. All right, me too. In because pe- people are saying like all this, all the records that were gonna get broken this year were because of an extra game. Uh, TJ Watt played 14 games and tied the single season sack record. He played yeah. 14 games and got 22 and a half sacks. What a ridiculous. That's- yeah. Just insane. Um, the dude's so, a monster. Anytime you see somebody complain, oh, he he did it in a 17 games. No, he didn't. 14 games. He played 15. And he played he played 15. He played 15? Yeah. Okay. 15 games. Sorry. Still, I mean it, yeah. 22 and a half sacks this year. Quite ridiculous. Um, and I think he's been snubbed for defensive player of the year once before. So um yeah, he's going to win it this year, finally. Somehow, TJ and JJ are two of the best defensive ends to ever play this sport. I mean, JJ had two seasons with 20 sacks plus, right? Like, the only player ever to do that yeah. with 20 sacks in two seasons. You're like, mm-hmm. um, Obviously, he's not what he used to be, but, I mean, incredible three-time defensive player of the year. And then his brother's also really good. And then the other brother's a fullback. I mean, I just – insane. So what I agree powerful with genes with that mom must carry. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I saw offense. that uh, everybody else, like all the other analysts, were taking like Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald. I'm like, are you what kidding me? What a joke! Yeah, like yeah, they're great players, but Miles Garrett, no, Aaron Donald he tied has... the sack record. How can you not win? Yeah. Anyways, T.J. Watt for Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year. Who you got? We probably have the same person. <sighs> yeah. This guy isn't going to win MVP, but he'll win ah. offensive MVP. Ah. I got Cooper Cup. Yeah. 
I do too. Cup won the Triple Crown, first receiver to do that since 05, which is Steve Smith Sr. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the last player to win the Triple Crown. Cup was so dominant this year. Um, what was he, 16 yards away from the record? Even the, like, yeah, and he won the Triple Crown, which is insane. I mean, if he had had a couple more receptions, he would have broken the record as well. I mean, it was just a really good year um, mm-hmm. from Cup. So I have him as my offensive player of the year. Um, my MVP of the season is Cooper Cup as well. I have him down for my MVP. Now, who's going to win it? It's probably going to be Aaron Rodgers. But, like, I would love to see a receiver win it um, just because one of, the, one of the arguments is what team would be worse without them. And you could really argue Rodgers. I mean, if Rodgers isn't their quarterback – they're not winning 13 games, but are they winning 10? Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, you know, you can argue that, but if Stafford doesn't have cup, are the Rams winning all those games? Because in my opinion, I don't think so. Cup almost had 2000 yards this season. He was incredible. Uh, and catching passes from Stafford who Stafford had a rough second half of the season. Really. Um, it wasn't really all that great for him. So um yeah, I'm just – I want Cup to win it. That is my pick. However, Aaron Rodgers is going to win it. So, Yeah, I have Aaron Rodgers winning. Yeah. Just because MVP, most valuable player. Like you said, you take Aaron Rodgers off that team. I don't even think they're a 10-win team. Interesting. I think they struggle to win eight games. Nah, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. They've got good players, man, on both sides of the ball. Um. And I think LaFour is a good coach, but so when 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 he was inactive after testing positive, they played Kansas City. Right. That team looked terrible. Yeah, but without him. I, I think if Rodgers had left, they would have found another quarterback other than Jordan Love um to be their guy. So well, we'll find like, out this this offseason. So the Cowboys records year by year, the years that Dak gets hurt and goes out, they're absolute dog water right like there's horrendous whenever Dak Prescott isn't playing and statistically he isn't he isn't Mahomes but he's good and they win games whenever he plays um so stuff like that I mean quarterbacks obviously impact the game more than receivers do mm-hmm. like that's just kind of how it works unless I mean like I don't know Jerry Rice had two of the best quarterbacks of all time throwing to him right um but do they win all those Super Bowls without Jerry Rice I don't know I don't think so um so argument can be made there but I, I i i think i think the rams lose three or four more games without cooper cup out there because Odell oh no, beckham's a diva um what's his face got hurt blanking on his name robert woods thank <clears throat> god got hurt um and yeah i mean that's just that's just it so i want cup to win they, it. is aaron is aaron Rodgers gonna win probably yes but yeah probably but you're if saying I, if i'm a that... voter this year this is the year to be like all right because aaron Rodgers, he's had better seasons where he hasn't won the mvp he has statistically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just – this year would be the year to pick a receiver. If not, I mean, just make it a quarterback award at this point because no one's won it since 2012 that isn't a quarterback. So Yeah. I thought it was going to be Jonathan Taylor, but the no, last few he, weeks he's kind of been – he's not had as big of an impact. And they – I feel right. like you can't win MVP if you don't take your team to the postseason. Well, what if you um, – flip this so like 
what if Cup wins the MVP? They typically don't give the MVP and the uh, Offensive Player of the Year award to the same person. So if on some insane planet Cup does win the MVP, who's your Offensive Player of the Year? Aaron Rodgers. Just you, think that, you think they flip that? Yeah. If Cooper Cup wins that's MVP, Aaron. That's not a quarterback that typically wins it. And I think there's players who had better seasons than Rodgers, not quarterbacks that had better seasons. But I do think there are players that have better seasons. I don't know. I mean, do you give it to Jonathan Taylor? I think. Let me me pull this. You can't. Tom. I don't like the obvious answer is oh, give it to Tom Brady. But Tom Brady is not the most valuable person on that team. No, I I don't think Brady should be considered for it. Like I just I don't. but, I mean, Taylor played all 17 games. He had 1,800 rushing yards and 18 touchdowns. It's a pretty dominant season from a running back. Like, that's a really dominant season from a running back. Um, he averaged 5.5 yards per carry, over 100 yards a game. I, I would consider – if Cup wins the MVP, which he probably won't, I would consider giving the Offensive Player of the Year to Jonathan Taylor. Just because he was the backbone of that team. Wentz sucks. I mean, Wentz is bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just what that, that's my opinion. So, I mean, I th- I think that would be interesting if a quarterback didn't win either one of those awards, what would happen? So, but you know, they're going to win it. So it's a quarterback award. Quarterbacks yeah, always they, need to, they just need to make it a quarterback award. It's not, it's not the most valuable player. Isn't always a quarterback. So, um, but yeah. Any final thoughts on awards or anything? Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, okay. we had a couple of different players. Yeah. Up for consideration, but part, I feel like so. I feel like it's a pretty it's pretty straightforward who's winning what. Yep. There's not a lot of competition this year. No, it doesn't seem like it. So all right. Um, coaches, we talked about Flores. Being fired from Miami was probably a really bad decision, in my opinion. Um, so I, I really don't understand that decision. You said he signed a couple players and then cut them and whatever, lost some money. But I mean, is that more GM than it is head coach? So that's what I'm saying. Like the GM should have been fired, or if you're gonna if you're gonna fire the head coach, fire the GM. Right. Clean house. Right. Because I also don't think Tua is that great of a quarterback. No, I don't. The think last pr- the last person I would have kept would have been Brian Flores. Right. After after I got rid of the quarterback, after I got rid of the GM, if none of that worked, then Flores, yeah, you're out. But I thought he had at least one season left. before He wasn't even on the hot seat, was he? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, whenever they were one and seven, I'm like, oh, yeah. But then they freaking won some of their last eight or whatever. I just, oh, good season from him. And it kind of sad to – see it see him be not 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 a coach anymore so yeah everybody else is kind of a you could see coming Vic Fangio Matt Nagy Mike Zimmer those guys Uh, are all gone yeah some some people are still employed that should be fired i.e. Joe Judge Matt Rule David Culley is still you you think Rule should be fired who you think Matt Rule should be fired Yes. Yeah. Dude, it's such a there there's no organization there 
you can't start two quarterbacks well, at the same time in right. the same game. You can't. But I, I think no... he was throwing this season away. I mean, it's it's his first year in the NFL. Second. Uh, is it his second? It's second year, yeah. Okay, second year in the NFL. Still does not have a quarterback. Believed in Sam Darnold, who was good for three weeks, and then lost every bit of confidence he possibly could have. They brought back Cam Newton, which ended up being a dumpster fire in itself because Cam's done. His time in the NFL is over. Um, I don't think he gets fired. I really don't. Rule, Rule was Coach Baylor. He turned Baylor around extremely quickly after everything went down with their athletic programs. Um, so I think he's a good coach. If he does get fired, whatever, he'll go find a job in college and be a very successful coach there. Um, but – yeah, I don't know. I think he's uh, – I don't think he gets fired this year. I don't think he should be fired. Give him one more season. I don't think you can fire a dude after two years, especially after that franchise has sucked since 2015. Yeah. So That's what the rumor is, that he's good this year. He's still got his job. Yeah. Joe Judge should should lose his job. There's yeah. no excuse. He, he's done I, I nothing. I think they need to sell the team. I <laughs> They just need to sell a team, start over. I mean, it, it's it's done. The team's a joke. Same with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I you made the playoffs a couple years ago. Whoop de freaking do. Um, you had a quarterback, Gardner Minshew, who was winning you games, um, putting up good stats. Like, oh, we'll go get Trevor Lawrence, which you know I probably would have done too. But Trevor hasn't played well. Except for this last game, it's just it's it's been a dumpster fire. They brought in Urban Meyer, who just apparently abuses people and is an awful person. Um, that so, was such a bizarre head coaching hire. Made no sense. I don't think it made zero sense, but I mean, whenever they're like, "Oh yeah, we're bringing in Tebow as a tight end," I was like, "Ooh, ooh, like what are you doing?" Uh, that just, entire team is Jackson. Well. Urban Meyer made it a clown show. The fact that Shad Khan, the owner, is keeping Trent Baalke is just another example of how little they know about the NFL. Owners don't really know that much about the NFL. They're not, they're not football players. They're rich people with, with uh, a lot of money. Rich people with a lot of money. Good job. Yeah. but Rich, rich people who just want to make more money. I mean, that's, that's all yeah. it is, right? But these... I would say about two thirds of NFL owners don't. I mean, Jerry Jones played guys. in college. They're, yeah, but they, these guys aren't football guys. So a lot of them are just rich people. Yeah. So Jeff Bezos wants to buy a team. Yeah, he's. So the only coach I'm interested in talking about is Flores. Where do you think he goes? Uh, I've been seeing a lot like Denver and Chicago because okay. he's going to get hired. And- yeah, I think he was a surprise firing, but I, that doesn't mean I think he's a good coach. I think he's an okay coach. He's still better than some of the coaches that are in the league. But I think he's a good coach. I think he gets more credit than he deserves. And I don't think he takes enough of the blame for what's in Miami, which is weird because I was just defending him. But no, like, I, I think he's a good coach. Denver seems like the smartest option for him because that franchise is a good franchise historically. Um, just over the last 10 years, they've been good. They won a Super Bowl. Um, had a couple iffy seasons, but I mean, they, they've been in, in 
in game stuff like that. Um, took a bad chances on some quarterbacks. Quarterback problem needs to be addressed. Um, but I think he can go in there and you know they could win nine games next year. They could win ten games next year. I mean, I just I think he's a decent enough coach to win them a couple extra games. And he's already proved he can win games with a bad quarterback. Um, so, you know, and I think Denver is a better overall team, better overall franchise than the Dolphins are, especially over so the last 20 years. Normally when you fire a coach, you always go for the polar opposite. So whoever you fired, you're going to hire the opposite of that head coach. Vic Fangio was a – yeah. Vic Fangio was a defensive genius, and he still is. That defense was and is a top five. It's the only reason that they won games. Yeah. So going from one defensive genius to a, another defensive head coach doesn't seem like the, the move that they should make or will make. So is but that, it's, definitely you, like, it's definitely a step up. Because is that Vic what you're Fangio, saying about the, like the Bears, too? Because Nagy's a really good defensive coach. When he's in charge of a defense, they're good. Um, Nagy was not in charge of that defense. That defense. No, not this year. No, not this year. But Nagy's an offensive-minded head coach with no, no offensive gameplay. No, he's an offensive coach. No. Yes. No. The off- He was a former you're, you're offensive coordinator right. for Kansas City. Was he? Oh yeah, he was. I'm wrong. I'm completely wrong. Um, um, God, he was an offensive. I think the like the Bears are interviewing guys like Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator for for Buffalo, uh, Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator for Dallas. Please don't and take Dan. There and uh, Brian Flores. So I wouldn't be opposed to it, I guess, if they took them. But I think there are better candidates out there. You, those teams with rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks, like. Chicago, like uh, the Jaguars, you need an offensive-minded head coach to develop them. Right. So I think guys like uh, Nathaniel Hackett or um, Brian Dable are good good fits for those teams right. just because you need to develop your, your franchise. Um. But there aren't really – I feel like every head coaching candidate has a lot of red flags this year, less than last year. Because I feel like there was – there's no surefire head coaching candidate that, like, everybody wants. Right. Last year it was Brandon Staley and Arthur Smith and Robert Sala. Those were, like, the top three. The best you, – you, you nailed it if you got those three head coaches. Right. This year it's, like, maybe – Maybe Brian Dable, maybe I'm I'm looking. It's Flores, man. It's like it. <laughs> Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson and John Harbaugh are probably Doug the Peterson top won two. a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I would, as a Bears fan, I would love either Harbaugh or Peterson because they're proven head coaches in the NFL and they've developed and succeeded with multiple quarterbacks. I like those picks. Mm -hmm. Everybody else, every other offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator has a lot of baggage to them. 
Brian yeah. Dable, that offense stumbled a lot this season. Eric right. Bieniemy has not gotten a head coaching position in four years since he's been the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Right. There's whole lots of rumors about him and like maybe he doesn't interview well. Maybe that's why he hasn't been getting uh, a position. Maybe it's his past because he was part of uh, what was he in college? He was part of like a sexual abuse scandal in college or something like that. Oh, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking. Uh, Eric the Enemy. But there's I don't I don't remember something about him in college that is steering NFL teams away from hiring him as a head coach. Uh, Byron Lethwich, the offensive coordinator for Tampa Bay. I would hate if my team uh, hired Byron Lethwich as my head coach because that offense is Tom Brady. Yeah, not Byron right. when, when he was a player in college, um, oh. he got in trouble. But he got in trouble three or four times. Um. Yeah, he, he got a couple bad tickets, and then he was arrested for a DUI. So, yeah, for I don't those know were those were thirty years ago, like those were thirty years ago um, stuff that happened yeah. to him. So, so um, I don't know why he's not been hired these past three seasons. Right, he seems like the obvious candidate, but now that nobody's taken a chance on him in three years, it's kind of like a red flag in itself. Yeah. Because I mean, like, their offense is good. Like, like their offense yeah, is really. Why? Why is that him, or is that is that him, or is that like Andy Reid just being Andy Reid? Because Reid Reid's been a head coach for how long now? Almost like over twenty something years now. Twenty something years, years, yeah. And his teams have been good. Like his teams when he was in Philly, like they had some they had some good players. They went to a Super Bowl. Well, um, there are disciples of Andy Reid that have had a lot of success. Jim Harbaugh. Or no, John Harbaugh is a is a disciple of him. Doug Peterson, Matt Nagy didn't really work out, but there are right a lot of so disciples of or descendants of Andy Reid that have had success. Here's something interesting. So a lot of these coordinators get chances to be coaches, and it's been a thing for years now. And sometimes it just doesn't work out. Like they're phenomenal coordinators, but as a head coach, you know they're meh or you know, they're okay, or they're just straight up bad. So like Dan Quinn's one of those guys where he was a meh coach, had an MVP, went to a Super Bowl. How much of that was him? I don't know. But defensively, that dude's a genius when it comes to being a defensive coordinator. So you think there's like, do, do coordinators always want to be head coaches or are there guys out there who are like, dude, I'm fine being the offensive coordinator for 20 freaking years um, and making a crap ton of money and being on a successful team. Because, like, Dan Quinn, the Jaguars were like, hey, can we interview Dan Quinn? And the Cowboys were like, sure. And Dan Quinn said no. <laughs> Dan Quinn was like, no, no really? way. Yeah, this was this was a couple weeks ago, midseason. So it might have just been a midseason thing. Then he was like, no, I'll wait till after the season. Um, but, I mean, Dan Quinn was a coach in the NFL for five years. Do you think he's at a point now where if the Cowboys have money, Cowboys can pay him. You think if the Cowboys pay him a crap ton of money as a coordinator, would he stay as a coordinator? Or does he want to go be a head coach? Um, who'd you say? You said Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville Ready? called him up. So Jacksonville is one of those hit or miss places. Right. Nobody. Trent Baalke has the is a GM, and he has a history of not working well with head coaches. Right. And everybody knows that. So right. that's why the Jacksonville job is going to be less 
um, sought after because right. Trent Baalke's still there. You I still mean, there's got other. There's going to be other teams looking for him. I, I'm just wondering, like, are there are there coordinators out there who you think are completely okay with being coordinators? And Bellamy or whatever his name is is one of those guys who's like, you know, I'm on a successful team. I'm getting paid really well. Um, I don't take the heat whenever we lose. We won a Super Bowl with me. I mean, I just like, do you think that there are those guys out there who are like, yeah, I'm completely okay with being a coordinator? So there are 32 head coaching positions in the world in the NFL or for football <laughs> right. in general. So right. it's it's a sought after position. Correct. So you want that better position. It gets better pay, more recognition if you succeed. And even if you fail, you can always go back to being an offensive coordinator or a defensive okay. coordinator. Yeah. So I do think that it's very rare. Vic Fangio was one of those where he spent 35 plus years as a coordinator before he got his first head coaching job. Right. And some people either never get the chance or maybe they don't want the chance, but I don't think that's the case. I think everybody wants a shot at being a, a head coach of an NFL franchise. Right. That's, that's what you get into the game for. You don't get into the game to be a coordinator. You get into be a head coach and be legendary and win through Bowls. Nobody remembers the offensive coordinator of the 49ers in the eighties. Do they? No. Well, everyone remembers the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys was if they won their Super Bowls. It was, Nor- it was North Turner. Who ended up being a head coach? He's one of those guys. Coordinators don't work out, but right, that's interesting. All right, I just I don't know. I don't know if I'm in the NFL, right? And I'm like doing well as a coordinator. Like we're winning Super Bowls, going to the playoffs. Yeah, I guess I'd want to be a head coach. But and Dan Quinn may, because he had his chance to be a head coach. I don't know if he enjoyed it all that much. So he got. I don't know, but. He will forever like be known as the coach to, the to blow the lead. So, what? I feel like he'll forever be known as the guy who blew the lead. So, um, and and does he want to be known as that, or does he want to go to a new franchise and be known as the guy who took this team to the Super Bowl? And well, won? right now he's known as a really good defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. So, <laughs> turn that defense, who was awful since I was born, into one of the best defenses in the league, turnovers wise. Still give up a lot of yards, but I mean, just mm-hmm. turnover ball hawk machines on that defense. So, but yeah, that was it. Any other final thoughts before we close this out? Uh, the Seahawks. You think they'll? Dude, I that's like a whole other podcast in itself. I <laughs> Russ is gone. You think? Yeah, there aren't a lot of good landing spots for him though. Pittsburgh honored. is the only one I can think of, and maybe Denver. Pittsburgh, Denver. Denver makes sense. Good team, and they are. Mike Tomlin uh, has come out and actually said he doesn't want a rookie quarterback next year. He wants a veteran. So, Which could be Deshaun Watson, too. Deshaun yeah. Watson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, somebody like that. So I think, I think Watson still ends up on Miami because I don't think that they like Tua. I, th- I think Tua's done. Um so I think he'll be there. If they can trade him to the Texans, I think the Texans would gladly take Tua. Although they have a good quarterback in Davis Mills. I I, I think Davis will be decent. I don't know. I think he'll be uh, like a I don't know. Um well the whole Dan, reason like that Deshaun to wanted to go to Miami was Brian Flores. And now Brian Flores isn't there. It's right. Deshaun wants one want to go. Deshaun doesn't have a say, right? Like he's getting traded no matter what. He has a say. Does he have a no trade clause? He has a no trade clause, yep. Oh, dang. Never mind. 
Um, so I think, I think that's still a possible landing place for him. Although Flores was just fired. I don't know. If he, I think it depends on where Flores plays. goes. Yeah. If he actually plays in the NFL next year, just trying to watch him. I can see him going to Denver, Denver or, or Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh right. or, but I think those I don't are the think same it's Miami anymore. No, I don't think it's Miami is gone. You're right. I think those are the same two landing spots for Russ though. Like I think those are, or like what green Bay, Russell Wilson and green Bay Could possibly. Cause so let's say Rogers leaves Rogers is going where Pittsburgh or Denver as well. Right. Those are the only two teams or, I'd want to play for. Yeah. Or what if he went to like the Vikings? <laughs> How awesome I mean, would that be? How amazing would that be? I don't think he would go to a division rival. I think it'd be pretty freaking awesome. And I think it'd be really Aaron Rodgers esque to do that. <laughs> Pull a Brett Favre. But then he's really going to be compared to Brett Favre. And I don't think he wants that. So probably not. Yeah. But it'd be funny. There's also, but that's a really, that's a really Aaron Rodgers thing to do is go to the division rival. There's also Absolutely. a rumor that. He may retire after this season. Oh, he's not retiring. Especially no if he wins no the way. Super Bowl. There's rumors no that he, he will retire if he wins the Super Bowl. No way. I think he could end up on the 49ers. That would Trey Lance anymore. I don't think the Lance is, is, is going to be the dude anywhere. Um, I like him the least out of all the quarterbacks who are rookies. Um, I like Fields better by a mile. I like Lawrence better by a mile. I like... Mac Jones better by two miles. I like Zach Wilson better by that much. I mean, it's just I don't think he's Trey Lance also has the the smallest um amount of film on him. So we don't know if he's good or not. He's played what four, three, four games. You know, Jimmy G's hands are already too small. He's got an injured thumb. I don't know if Jimmy G will be the quarterback of that team next year. Russ could end up there. Rodgers can end up there. I don't know. It'll be really fun to watch this offseason, though, because there are a lot of it's weird thinking that Russell Wilson is now considered an older quarterback. That's just an odd thing to feel. He's been in the league for over he 10 years now. He looks old. He plays older, too. Oh, he used to be really injured. fast and quick. And he's, 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 he's still he a really good scrambler, thing. though. I think he is. He just makes plays. How old is he? He's 33 now. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I am old. Yeah, he's old. 20, 20, 2011 or 2012 is when he came into the league. How old's Aaron Rodgers? 36? 37, I think. 37. Okay, well, could be. No, he's 38. Jesus. Okay. Um, well, you know. Mm. I think I don't think Rodgers retires. I think he's got too much of an ego, and he still has so much left in the tank, I feel like. Because <clears throat> even though this wasn't his best season, it was still a really solid season, and his interception rate is ridiculous, like career-wise. It is every season. year. He, I, know. I don't think he's, he's just, had a season where he's thrown more than 10 interceptions. He is fundamentally better than Tom Brady, but Tom Brady wins games. So, wins Super Tom Brady has a lot more supporting cast than Depends on the year. This year, I don't think he does. So, Anyways, everybody's supporting cast is all injured, or they left the team mid-game. So, <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Any other final thoughts, man? Uh, no, I can't wait to see what what the uh, this next week holds up for us. I'm ready. I'm ready. Feels like the season's starting to be over. College football's over, so I'm a little depressed. But you know, we still got a couple more weeks of NFL football, though. We do. My Cowboys are still in it. So, well, all right. Thanks for coming on today. Hopefully, we'll have you back soon. Um, no problem. We do this next week. 
Yeah, we should. We should. We really should. I need to get a more schedule down. I haven't done an episode in like a month, so just a weird month. But yeah, thanks for coming on today. Um, no problem. And see you soon. Thanks for having me. See you. Thank you all for listening today. Um, it's your host, Custis Moore. Um, it was a really good conversation. Hope you enjoyed. Check out the website, morethansports.com, M-O-O-R-E, thansports.com. It is more than sports.